This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, April 11th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how are you doing? Dylan, I'm doing well. Yeah? How was your weekend? Uh, I was good. Yeah? You went on a mini trip, baseball trip? I did. You know, thanks to our sponsor, SeatGeek.com. Yes. I was able to order tickets for the Brewers uh, Astros game in in Miller Park this weekend. Uh, yes. Use our use the promo code streams S T R E A M S. Yes. Save twenty bucks and save twenty bucks. And I got to see Carlos Correa do bad things to the Brewers. I got to see George Springer do bad things to the Brewers. Yeah. I got to see the Brewers do bad things to the Brewers. Yeah. You missed our boy Chase Anderson throw five scoreless on I was, Friday. I'm not gonna. I was like legitimately sad when I when I saw that they had changed the pitching slate. When, yeah. I, when I saw that it was instead, of, I was going to, get to see Willie Peralta. Yeah, you do love Willie Peralta. Oh boy, it's not very you know, good. Is, I've got to trace the lineage of the 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 massive starting pitcher who takes forever to throw. Yeah, <sighs> I, I remember when, when I was a when I was a, a, a much 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 younger man. It was Mike Harkey who was just like intolerable to watch. Is Willie Peralta that slow? He was pretty slow. Yeah, he takes. I know it's not great, but yeah, uh, you kept sending me pictures, retweeting pictures, also of not only the park but the delicious things you buy at the park. I tweeted a few. Yeah, yeah. The well, uh, buffalo chicken cheese fries are worth it. Like t- they're like the two have item at Miller Park this season. Awesome. Well, um, right on. And did your wife survive okay? What's that? Did your wife survive okay? Yeah, she did great them. Yeah, I've never been up to Milwaukee, but you, I can see why that honestly, would be fun. Milwaukee might be my favorite. Milwaukee Miller Park might be my favorite stadium that I've been to, and I've been to I think about ten. Yeah, well, right on. Well, that's a rigging endorsement. It is. Well, I, uh, I thoroughly enjoy a visit. I, I wish their team. I wish the Brewers were you know better, but uh-uh. they're fun at times, but they're not very good right now. That's true. They, they're they're an entertain. This year's team will be entertaining, but not always for good reasons. Yeah. Well, that sounds pretty all right. I'm jealous that you made it to some real baseball. I have only a weekend. I haven't done that yet. I got to figure out. For me, it's basically I got to get up to Seattle. But uh, yeah, you mentioned our sponsor, SeatGeek.com. Um, again, we hope you guys are checking them out. They're going to give you 20 bucks to check out anything. It doesn't have to be a baseball game. would think it would be a baseball game. But, you know, if you got something weird, I was looking at it and I got like, you know, there's hockey team here. Uh, I don't think they're in season right now. Um, but we have like arena football and tickets for that are already cheap. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, if I got 20 bucks off, I can just go check out an arena football game for free. It'll be pretty fun. So um, and also uh, our promo code won't help you. But if you want to sell tickets, if you have season tickets or if you buy tickets to something, then your buddy flakes on you and you got rid of your tickets. Uh, the app does that, too. So check them out. They support us. They help us keep this podcast free. So, uh, yeah, check out SeatGeek. Um, Matt, I have another important update. This, we, we might be playing this throughout the season, but I was sad about Eugenio Suarez and Carlos Correa because I said something real dumb. And if the season ended today, Eugenio Suarez, four home runs, Carlos Correa, three. I'm like, I, I don't... It doesn't end today. Yeah, it doesn't. But... I, for a little while, looked like a big dummy a few days in, and I look like a little less of a dummy right now. John, with with those, like, bold predictions, everybody looks like a dummy. It's I understand. Kind of like a fan graph shred of passage where you you 
it, it's 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 they're supposed to be dumb. Yeah, I look. The point is, Eugenio Suarez. After that hard start, I'm I'm in. Especially when he gets a lefty, there's some pop you don't, there. You don't, you don't, no, they don't, they don't call it accurate predictions. They call it That's bold true. predictions. That's true. I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I'm I'm I like Carlos Correa. I'm rooting for him, but I am rooting for Eugenio Suarez a little bit more this year. Fair enough. And, and I'm rooting uh, for Bud Norris. Sure. Oh God. Uh, we'll get to him today too. I'm sure. Uh, um, just b- b- before we before we get into the day, I, I have one more thing I want to mention if I can, and it's not sure, it's, absolutely. It's not. It is in fact not SeatGeek.com related. That's okay. What, uh, what you got? Our our iTunes page. Yes, we we got a customer review. Okay, perfect. We haven't looked in a while, so we're not sure how new it is, but we think it's new. It, this one, it, I think I last checked, a, you know, sometime over the off season, and, and this one mm-hmm. wasn't up yet. If it, if it was and I miss it, I apologize. But either way, uh, a person, I'm not going to you know specify gender because, you know, how do I know? Yes. Uh, a listener. With the handle ZPITS14. Yes. Uh, five stars. Yes. Very informative. This is my favorite fantasy podcast. They are incredibly informative and it helped me in DFS. Well, that's a it's a best review we can hope for. I don't I you know. I'm, I'm a little bit humbled by ZPITS14 and, and his review. Yeah. First, I, I, I would like to say that Z Pits 14 is not, in fact, my mom or my dad. So I, no, I not, this to be that a, you know of. I'm pretty sure it's not someone I'm related to either. So Z Pits 14, if, if you know, we, we appreciate it. Uh, you know, if, if you'd like to, you know, just, just send us a quick you're welcome. Hit us up at Twitter. I'm at Matt D underscore DFS. And I'd love to hear from you again. Thank yeah, you very we, much for the, for the five star review. We appreciate it. Yeah, we like to hear from our listeners, of course, on Twitter. Um, we don't talk about our iTunes page that often. It's not how I personally listen to podcasts, so I forget. But it's still a really important one because that's how a lot of people do it. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to leave us a review, some criticism, a rating, some feedback, it's a, it's a good way to get to us, too. So, uh, yeah, we're on iTunes, of course, for everywhere there are podcasts. So uh, we hear from people there. We hear from people on the FanCrafts page. But Twitter's the easiest. Um, had some good feedback after on Friday did our first video show. Got to say thanks to, to Brad and to Paul again. It was really fun. Uh, we had some listeners uh, interacting with us, uh, which was great to have people, you know, be able to chat with us in real time and, you know, make fun of how goofy we look on our webcams. And Brad and Paul brought their dogs and... It, it's just a little bit more uh, interactive with Twitter, and that's fun. And uh, we're going to keep doing that every Friday. Um, that's 8 a.m. West Coast, 11 a.m. East Coast. Uh, Brad and I will be back on Friday, have a new guest this week. I think Paul will come back sometime. I'm not sure it'll be this Friday, but we'll have some more Paul. But it'll be Brad and I every week. One of these days when Matt isn't working on a Friday, he'll join us. But uh, who knows when that'll be. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, so Friday uh, morning live podcast is something we're going to keep doing because that was really fun. I'm happy um, for you. Yeah. All right. I uh, it, but I'm happy it went well. Ah, again, wish you were there, man. We'll, we'll, we'll get you in. We'll get you in. Um, you know, I'm 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 a working stiff chump, so yeah, uh, with your your day job and everything. Uh, uh, real, okay. Like your real job, but yeah, basically, let's get into some baseball for Monday, yeah. the 11th. Uh, so this is kind of split in half in terms of these games. Yeah, you have some like trickling afternoon games. Uh, East Coast time starting at one, going till about four. There's five games. I imagine that's where most slates will cut off. And then uh, there's seven to ten o'clock games at night. There's yes. another six of those. I've, so I've, actually, I've been making notes about both about which which picks for which slate. So yes, 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to make efforts to split that up a little bit. But I, th- I believe that's where the line will be. It will be before 7 o'clock and after 7 well, o'clock. We, don't have to, we can actually, like, you know, look at some of the sites and tell. But That's true, too. That's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm always scared to define things specifically because there's, you know, more than two sites now and people play different places. But we'll, we'll definitely uh, note so that we can help everybody plan everywhere. Just- but, uh, Matt... Morning or afternoon, or afternoon or evening, I should say. Uh, Catcher, what are you thinking? What are you looking at in the slate for Monday? Actually, I found more picks for early than I did late, so I'm hoping you can kind of fill in the blanks for me with the late stuff. Sure. If I'm looking at the early slate, I really like one James McCann getting John Neese. Your boy in Detroit. Uh, Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I, I think I've picked him enough where you can actually say that, but... He he does. He's a right-handed hitter who does damage against lefties, and he does a yes. lot of damage against lefties. Yes, and it's a lineup that kills lefties. So pretty much, yeah. Be. So it's it's not like he's going to be alone in this. Yep, uh, he was on my list too. You know, and he's not a slam dunk, but he's no. going to be cheap and should be able to produce. So I am I'm in on that. That is on my list too. Uh, and John Neese is fine, but not a guy you have to avoid. No. Um, and oh, left-handed. Think he's probably a guy you'd aim at. Well, they get him in Pittsburgh. You know, I don't think he's bad, but he's definitely not a guy I'm afraid of. Uh, but when you have all those right-handers in the Detroit lineup, I'm like, yep, go nuts. I have a bunch of Detroit guys. So, mm-hmm. yeah, who else are you thinking? Catcher. Uh, I've got Blake Swihart versus Giovanni Gallardo. Sure. Now, Swihart, he's a switch hitter, and we love switch hitters here because you don't really have to worry about them, you know, getting pulled for a pinch hitter. Should there be a you know a tough lefty, tough righty coming in to mm-hmm. you know kind of take care of you know they're not they're, you know they're not limited to one side of the plate. But he actually you know, did some damage against right-handed pitching last year. Yeah, he's he's an interesting guy. He really is. Yeah, uh, and I'm less worried about Gallardo than I am John Neese, honestly. Uh, very much so. Yes. Yeah, Gallardo's hittable. The other name I liked in the afternoon, and I don't love it, but I didn't have as many in the afternoon. Um, I had Yadier Molina getting Taylor Youngman, and Yadier is right-handed and prefers lefties, but he can definitely hit righties, and okay. Youngman doesn't exactly kill fellow righties, you know. And I just see the Cardinals putting up some runs against uh, the Brewers, or against you know Youngman in that bullpen, and I think he could be a part of that. Do you like that? Okay, uh, it's not I, exciting. I, would, I just I would, didn't have much else. McCann, in the I would prefer McCann or Swihart over Yadier, honestly. Sure. Did you have anybody else in the afternoon? I did. I've got one a super under the radar pick that okay. You're, you're not going to get fantasy analysis like the, like this anywhere else. I okay. Reasonably reasonably positive. My beloved White Sox are running Jose Quintana out there versus the hated Minnesota Twins. Yes. No, I, I've said this before. I don't think anybody hates the Twins except you and White Sox fans. The rest of baseball kind of ignores the Twins. Fair but enough. sure. I, you know, if, if, if you could remember, like, the, you know, the, you know, the, the aughts, as they're called, with, you know, yes. the, the, the Tory Hunter Twins just, like, torturing my beloved White Sox, you would, yeah. you would find them to be hateable. Sure, I get it. I'm just saying most of the baseball's like, oh, it's a Twins. But yes, anyway. No, uh, okay. So Either you way. got, what, a Twins catcher? I do have a Twins catcher. Kurt Suzuki? No. Oh, okay. I was one like John righty on lefty there. Uh, who are you thinking? One John Ryan Murphy. Okay. Yeah. You like him against a lefty? If he gets in against Quintana, he's a right-handed hitter. Yes. Actually, he, he did some damage versus lefties last year. He managed to pop three home runs in about 80, in about 80 at-bats. I can see that. Yeah. It's not exciting, but it's definitely deep. And if you were playing in a deep format, uh, 
where you need to separate yourself from the pack, nobody else is going to pick John Ryan Murphy. No, I feel he, like he should cost next to nothing. He's got the platoon advantage, and he's competent. Yeah, and all the points he scores are points you're going to get that nobody else gets, which Pretty is going to yeah. be so a big thing in DFS. Game. Yeah. If you pick James McCann and everybody else likes that Tiger stack and he runs into a home run and you're really excited, your pick got it, and then so did, you know, a quarter of the other people. It, it doesn't mean as much. So, yeah, uh, John Ryan Murphy's not obvious, but I, I can definitely see the value there, especially because you're right. He, he would not be insane for him to get some points on that day. If he gets in, you got to check make sure he plays. Oh, yeah, that's when you, you absolutely have to make sure that he's in there. Yeah. And just one final stat on, on Murphy. Yeah. Believe it or not, Quintana is he's, he's about a hundred point difference in OPS against between righties and lefties for him. Mm-hmm. So, op- opposite side hitters, he, he's a seven. He, last year, last season, he allowed a seven four three OPS against. Yeah, I that's, think we'll be honestly that's about, significant. You know that you know yeah. that, it's something to be aware of with him. I think we'll be talking about some twins today I, for sure. I, I huh. got a few written down, sadly. Yeah. Uh, not excited about it, but it's true. Um, what about in the evening? Any catchers stick out to you there? You said your list was a little smaller there. Actually, yeah, it's a lot smaller than zero. I <laughs> you couldn't find any in the evening. All right, no, I need your help with this, bro. That's all right. Um, I like Travis Darno getting Jared Cozart. Jared Cozart's just kind of a mess at times. There's potential there, but he also, you know, in terms of splits and whatnot. He's been all over the place. He's a really interesting pitcher. I know he struggled with some health stuff last year. And if you believe that he has straightened that out and you're back on the Jared Cozart train, that's fine. I'm not. I expect him to still have issues. And Travis Darno can score runs and so can the Mets. So uh, I'm okay with a Mets stack, including Darno. Oh, yeah. Big Mets stack, too. Yeah. On the flip side, your boy JT Real Muto gets a lefty in Steven Matz. Steven Matz is pretty decent. But uh, if you're looking for a lefty from Real Muto, uh, that would be okay. Um, part of Real Muto's value is that he likes to run, and he's probably less likely to run on the lefty. But uh, if you want righty on lefty there, that, that would be okay. Um, similarly, Devin Mazzarocco likes to pound on lefties. He gets John Lester. John Lester's fairly competent, you know, uh, pretty good. So it's <laughs> it's not the best matchup, but he loves to hit lefties. Uh, would you even consider that, Mazzarocco on Lester? <sighs> Honestly, I kind of think I'd, I'd, I'd prefer the uh, the first name you said to Mezzarocco or Rio Muto. Yeah, uh, so, Travis Darno yeah. getting Cozart. Uh, I think that'll I, just be I a fine that's, stack. It's the obvious pick there. Yeah, I got two more. I actually like more. Um, you can always pick against Chris Young if you're feeling lucky, and that'll be Jason Castro getting Chris Young. Uh, putting the ball in the air, and you're going to fly ball, and it can either you know go for big, fat zero points when the Royals outfield catches it, but uh, it I, also clear the fence. That, that, he gives up. That, that Chris Young matchup for, for, for the Astros yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. it's. I mean, they hit the ball hard, so yeah, we'll see. I don't know. If he goes five innings, you know, one run or zero runs, you're not going to be shocked, but they can also go over the fence, so uh I don't know. It's a whole thing. We've talked about this some last year, just home run per fly ball rate and how hard it is to predict. And some people feel like it's more in control than others. And mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, if you want to go Jason Castro, I don't think you're nuts because there's some, some boom potential there. Um, and then my last one is Steven vote against your boy, Nick Tropiano. And you like Nick Tropiano and Nick Tropiano has potential for sure. 
but he also has his platoon weakness and he struggles with lefties, especially in his control numbers. Um, not that it's a huge sample size because he only pitched in the majors a bunch, but he has shown a weakness to lefties. And that means Stephen Vogt could do just fine against him. That's I'm not going to lie. My, my love for Nick Torpiano caused me to ignore Stephen Vogt. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I can see Tropiano doing well, but I like the lefties in that lineup. And I'll come back to a few more A's as well. Um, all right, let's get on the first base. Uh, Matt, what are you thinking about first base in the afternoon stack? In the afternoon, I think there's, you know, the, the one obvious play. What's your one obvious play? Uh, Miguel Cabrera versus Jonathan Nice. Okay, yeah. Are, are we just going to go ahead and call that Tiger stack the obvious one? Those are where the picks are. Okay. So the, if you want to go with Miggy against John Neese, that's the obvious one. But I'm super okay with it. I think it's it's a good place to go. Mm-hmm. So I'm in there. Um, who else do you like if I don't want to spend the money on on Miggy? Uh, in addition to Miggy, I think I'd also go with David Ortiz versus Giovanni Gardo. Is another obvious right. play. Lefty on righty will be yeah. just fine. Yeah. yeah. I, is David Ortiz exciting anymore? He's certainly capable. I think everybody knows he still has some in the tank. But I don't know. <sighs> You see, I, I I like it. You know, honestly, his his career is not going at all like like you would think it has. It, he has not you know followed, followed the uh, you know the chubby slugger path at all. He's remained no. like you know more than confident into his you know late thirties, early forties. Yeah, he has. He's interesting, and he's ready to hang it up before having that hard decline. Yeah, you know? which so. you know, usually you got you know you know, tear the uniform off off guys like that, but. Yeah, a little more power to him, I guess. Hopefully this year goes well for him. And I think facing Gallardo will be fine. Uh, I also like, you can take John Jaso getting Justin Verlander. John Jaso, now a first baseman who doesn't hit lefties, but can hit righties like Verlander. Um, Verlander looked pretty all right last time. So we'll see. But I don't hate that. That would be a cheap option. Um, speaking of cheap option, Ryan Howard getting Andrew Kashner. Kashner's okay, but he does have his platoon splits as well. Um, so that's a good matchup for Ryan Howard, a good place for him to be. If you were down on Andrew Kashner, I think that uh, Ryan Howard could could run into one. Ryan Howard has his flaws as a baseball player, but he can still hit home runs from time to time, for okay. sure. If, he, he, if I'm going cheap at first base, I want the guy that I won't think will give me the zero. Yeah, and I, th- I and think he might. Jaso is probably the better play. Yeah. Also at first base, also from the Twins, I know you're not pumped about that, but uh, Byung-Ho Park, right-hander, getting Jose Quintana. Uh, righty on lefty. You just talked about how that can be a good matchup for him, and I think he'd be fine there. You know, so uh, he has power. He did hit home run over the weekend, so he has that. So did Lee Day Ho. Did you see that? Was that? So did Lee Day Ho. I that one I did see. That was fantastic. Yeah, both of them on the same day hit their first homer. So I think and it was on Friday. Uh, Ocean Juan, the uh, St. Louis reliever, got his first win. Got a win. Awesome. Yeah, uh, making a big impact. Um, the other one I had, if he gets in the game, not exciting. Uh, Brandon Moss can get Taylor Youngman. That could be Matt Adams. The rotation of first base and, uh, with St. Louis is kind of weird, but those two are both left-handed, and they both do fine against Taylor Youngman. So, so um, the, the takeaway early is that Dylan likes every first baseman. There's a lot of options early on. I, I'm not worried about that. Um, I had five in the evening. I guess I had six in the evening, too. First base is always easy. Again, I, I say this all the time. I, I pick it last often um in the evening if you want to pick on jared cozart you can do lucas duda i always like lucas duda he is pretty deep in drafts and he's hits 30 home runs and he's projecting for 30 home runs it's a pretty cheap 30 home runs i like him just fine um i'm gonna talk about red hot tyler white or should i say white hot tyler white you got to go see him hit 
he gets Chris Young. Uh, are you in on Tyler White? Yeah. It's hard not to be, right? From you know, the offensive skills are real. You know, the the, the defense and the running is a concern, but the the sure. offense is there. We don't care about that when he's playing against Chris Young. You know, yeah, match nothing against him. Uh, yeah, it's righty on righty, but I am fine with that. Uh, you know, um, Eric Hosmer gets Colin McHugh. That'll be fine. Uh, Eric Hosmer never really does much for me. But it'll be fine. Um, yeah. He's competent. It's just, I don't know. It, it's whatever. Um, and then uh, Adam Lind gets Colby Lewis. I know you're okay with picking on Colby Lewis. Lind Adam Lind. Uh, everything, every single box I have. Yeah. All right. One more. It's Prince Fielder and Mitch Moreland against Asashi Iwakuma, which I don't love because I kind of like Asashi Iwakuma, but I think that they would do fine also. So did I miss any of your first baseman? That's what I should no, ask. You, you literally ticked every, ticked every single one of my boxes in order. There you go. Well, uh, those are the first base options. Matt, take us away at second base then. I'll let you run down what you have at second base. Yeah, second since base. I hogged first base. That's fair. The, the early slate is it's Ian Kinsler versus John Neese against Sigley the Tiger Stack. Yes. It's Colton Wong versus Taylor Youngman. Yes, it is. And in the evening, I've got Neil Walker versus Jared Cozart and Robbie sure. Cano versus Colby Lewis. The resurgent sure. Robbie Cano versus Colby Lewis. He's been just great. Yeah. I like I said, I'm worried he's going to price himself out of being a you know. There's a good chance he already has, which is why you should probably go with Neil Walker. Yeah, Neil Walker is cheap, but always has you know double digit home runs. And I, again, I'm not sold on Jared Cozart. Neil Walker is a switch hitter, which is always nice. Um, I had also in the afternoon Corey Spangenberg getting Aaron Nola is fine. Corey Spangenberg's cheap. If you want to go cheap in the afternoon, that's okay. Um, and then Brian Dozier getting Jose Quintana. That's righty on lefty and. He kills lefties. So if you want that twin stack, I think Brian Dozier is a big part of it for sure. Um, I also had Rugnet Odor getting his Hashi Okuma. I, I, I just don't love picking on Iwakuma. I think he's pretty all right. Yeah, um, I don't think I'm picking on him either. I, I, I looked at that and I felt funny about it. Yeah. How about uh, of the Nationals, Daniel Murphy getting your boy Bud Norris? You just don't want to pick on your boy Bud Norris, Daniel do you? Versus Bud Norris. Yeah. That's... You like, it's okay to like Bud Norris. That's okay. I think for DFS purposes, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. Uh, another actually another second base matchup. I think I, I might like a bit more is Ben Zobrist getting that Finnegan character. Yeah, they hit, hitting against a lefty. Zobrist will be fine there. I think the Cubs will do well there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, getting a part of that would not be crazy. There's a bunch of options at second base. I feel like yeah, I agree. a lot of places to go. Uh, I would figure that out, figure the one you really like, and then I would do, you know, positions like that and then do first base. Um, so how about third base for you? I had a little more trouble here. I only had two in the afternoon. Really? Yeah. Who'd you have in the afternoon stack? Let me get my... At third base. Okay, in the afternoon stack at third base, I worked on uh, Michael Franco versus Andrew Kashner. Sure. It's righty on righty, but I have no problem with that. Michael Franco is just kind of good. Yeah. So I, I think he's going to be fine no matter what. I wrote down my guy Nick Castellanos versus John Nees. Stick with Sure. Guy. Another Tiger in that stack, and I'm A-OK with it. Uh, Matt Carpenter versus Taylor Youngman. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that too. Lefty on righty. Yes, it is. Okay. I I always like him at the top of those games. You think the Cardinals are going to do well because if you're not careful, he can score you know two, three runs mm-hmm. pretty easily. So and that's honestly that's all I have for me after for my early state early slate. Okay. The only one I have that you didn't is uh Trevor Plouffe getting Jose Quintana. 
Uh, he's right-handed. He likes to hit lefties. All these twins like to hit lefties. It could be a bad day for Jose. Yes, so, um, yeah. How about the evening? Where are you going? I This might be my favorite play of the day. Okay. Louis we need Stark. like a little sound effect here in a siren that's like Matt's play of the day. No, no, we, we got to have like, like a nickname, like, like the shoe win of the week. Oh, boy. Uh, I kind of have a weird backwards pride in that our show does not have sound effects in it at all, I'm, other than an intro and an outro. I'm good. None of that. Yeah. But uh, all right, Matt, your play of the day. What are you thinking here? It's a, okay. We're not calling it Matt's play of the day. It's a play that I like an awful lot. And I okay. will probably be, be making. Okay. But it has less of a ring to it, but I understand. <laughs> we have to think of an acronym for that. Yes. Uh, it's Luis Valbuena versus Chris Young. Sure. I Why not? I love that for Luis. Yeah. Good. Putting the ball in the air, you know, taking him on. I'm into that. You know he's going to play because it's lefty on righty. And he's very capable of putting him out. You know, you just got to hope they don't go to the warning track, basically. Yeah. No, I like that. Uh, I like that a lot. It's not going to be that expensive. And on a at-bat basis, I think he, you know, there's a lot of power there. Um, who else do you have? Or did you just see him and circle him and move on? Oh, no, I, I also, I had, actually, if I, if I had another name that I, 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 I kind of like the opposite of that, Mike Lustakis versus Colin McHugh. Sure, I'm into that too. Yeah. Uh, I like Colin McHugh. He has his issues with the home run, but uh, I like Colin McHugh as well. Um, I had those two. I also had Chris Bryant getting a... Uh, Brandon Finnegan, you know, righty on lefty. I think that they're going to do some some damage there. Again, it could be a long day for the Reds at Wrigley. So Chris Bryant could could do his damage. Um, the other one I had is, assuming he's at shortstop, or at third base, he might be at shortstop. Uh, my boy Eugenio Suarez getting John Lester. It's righty on lefty. Lester's kind of a hard matchup. It's hard for me to endorse that, especially when you have guys like Balbuena and Moustakis and Bryant. But... Mm-hmm. That is an option for him. Going for number five. Going for homer number five. Um, any other third baseman for you? Nope. Okay, let's look at shortstop. If Eugenio Suarez is eligible for you at shortstop, I like him there also uh, in the evening. Uh, in the During the day, I only had two. Okay. I don't know how many shortstops you had. Uh, I had my boy, decidedly not your boy, Jimmy Rollins getting Kyle Gibson. God. Uh, Kyle Gibson has his issues, but... Jimmy Rollins is, you know, he's switch hitter and can take him on. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, you're not excited about that. I know. No. Uh, what are you thinking at shortstop? I, I like the other side of that more with Eduardo Escobar versus Jose Quintana. Uh, that, sure. I'm fine with that too. You, you think Eduardo Escobar is less boring than Jimmy Rollins? Yes. he's. A, I, I think that he, at this point in their careers, I would much rather have, have Escobar for Rollins. Like, okay. Well, okay. the Twins call, called up Kenny Williams tomorrow and said, hey, we'll trade you Escobar for Rollins. I think Kenny would be all over that. Sure, absolutely. I just asked which one's less boring. I think Eduardo Escobar is super boring. <sighs> he's, I mean, he's cost-controlled and younger <laughs> and can fit your team better. But Rollins is put up. I, I, yeah, I know. I know, we had this discussion. Anybody else for you at shortstop in the afternoon? Yeah, uh, Jose Iglesias versus John Neese. Okay, yeah, the another righty with the pulse and the tigers. Uh, His name lineup. literally translates to Joe's churches. Yes, Joe's churches, which is perfect. There you go. Uh, what's not to like, right? Yeah, um, he'd be fine. My last name in the afternoon for shortstop is my boy Jonathan VR. He gets Michael Waka. Um, VR is switch hitter, so we can try and take care of uh, Waka from the other side and 
he has a little bit of a split, but he's still a pretty good pitcher. So you're looking for some cheap speed there. Hopefully it's just about it. Um, I don't expect a huge game, but it's a cheap option. I think he'd be okay. Uh, in the evening at shortstop, what are you thinking there? I only had three names there. I had, I had one name that I really liked. Okay. And that's Kendall I only need one. Colby Lewis. Kendall Marte? Huh. Sure. Uh, just because you hate Colby Lewis? Also because I think Kendall Marte is interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. He, he's there's some skills there, I would say for sure. Yeah, um, is is that it for you? You just feel like I'll take that one in the evening. Well, I, I, yes, I had that's fine. Uh, I had again. You only need one. Um, I also had Danny Espinosa getting Bud Norris. Danny Espinosa has at times showed cool speed and power, but he's also shown struggles getting on base and he's been bad but uh that's an option and then my other one i might go with uh addison russell getting brandon finnegan and we've talked about how we're not overwhelmed by addison russell but i also I, think i that, still don't get it uh i wouldn't spend a high fantasy pick on him but if he's taking on the reds and brandon finnegan that's righty on lefty in the reds bullpen and he's you know in that cubs lineup go nuts i, I i'm okay with him on this day uh, he's not you know i don't think he's putting up zeros for you that much i think he'll be okay so he has a number of ways he can contribute. Um, all right, let's hop to the outfield, the big fat outfield uh, with tons of guys. Matt, what are you thinking in the afternoon? Okay, in the afternoon, uh, I love JD Martinez versus John Deese again, sticking sure. with Tiger Sack against the lefty. Yes, absolutely. I, I've got Miguel Sano versus Jose Quintana. Yes, 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 yes. Righty on lefty for sure. Yeah, what w- would you have in the outfield in the afternoon? Um, I like, you like JD Martinez, but I'm fine with, J- uh, Justin Upton also, you know, it's, if you have a preference, that's fine, but they're both very capable, obviously. Um, you could take, you could talk me into Gregory Polanco getting Justin Verlander. That's the lefty in the Pirates outfield. If you want the rest of them too, that's fine, but, but I'm going to try and take the, uh, the platoon advantage. Um, if you want a lefty against Kashner again, Odubel Herrera is not a nothing player. He contributes. He puts up points. And if you want to pick him against uh, not only Andrew Kashner, who can struggle with lefties, but that bullpen is not great. It's fine. But they're in Philadelphia, and I think Odubel Herrera could be okay. Um, if you're a Jackie Bradley Jr. person, that's a divisive player uh, that can be ice cold or red hot and hasn't been red hot yet, but... If you believe there, um, he can run into Giovanni Gallardo. You pretty I much don't described have a every baseball that. player ever. Uh, he's he's had some like crazy hot stretches though, and then sometimes he gets demoted for not hitting. I'm just saying, there's he has shown in you know I don't know. So, some people like him, some people don't, and some people think he's just okay. I don't feel like that many people think he's just okay. Is the thing I think that people kind of lean one way or the other, uh, and I don't blame them for for doing that i I think i lean towards there being potential there but that's a boomer bust guy for me um you can take what about your boy milky cabrera getting kyle gibson would you ever pick milky cabrera do you kind of hate him dfs no (laughs) no there's a little power and a little speed he hasn't been showing it in a while i just i I don't i don't believe either of those statements to be true (laughs) i'm picking on kyle gibson i just it's that's a guy that is capable of melting down completely and that's more what i'm after the white Sox. (sighs) maybe i don't know i i I believe there a little bit they will Um, find a way to make him look good that's entirely possible he he has his days and so do the white Sox. are there any uh other outfielders for you in the afternoon yes 
Okay. Who else did you like in the afternoon? Uh, the, the, the Mets outfield, and especially uh, Granderson Conforto against Cozart. Sure. Uh, I'm fine with that. Absolutely. I had that in the evening. Didn't you say in the evening? No, I, I said afternoon. But if are you oh. if you're done in the afternoon, let's get to the evening. Yes. Yeah, I think we've covered the afternoon. Yes. Okay. Well. Yes, in the yeah. evening. Yes. Start with the Mets. I'm with you there for sure. I apologize, Dylan. No, that's fine. Uh, I agree. I'm picking on Jared Cozart, right? Because he's a giant question mark. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he so he had some like vertigo issues last year, and so if he's going to get back on track this year, I believe it. I think it's possible, but I'm not going to just stay away from him because of that. You know, okay. I'm going to so, wait so to see. Vertigo before last year. What, what about the previous three seasons? Yeah, he, he did not. Yeah, there, there's potential there, but I'm not staying away. Go for it. Granderson and Porto. You know, he throws the ball super hard. Yeah. But I, I think he only has two pitches. At least he Yeah. I, that it can be trouble. Rumors is developing a third pitch, but. Yeah. Uh, would you go with Cespedes too, righty on righty, or are you going to stick with Granderson Conforto? I, I would, if I'm going to spend big on an outfield, I'm going somewhere else. Okay. Uh, where else are you thinking? I'm going, if I'm spending big, I'm spending on Bryce Harper versus Bud Norris. Sure. Bryce Harper, who has not struck out yet this year. He's, uh, he's doing just fine. Oh. Yeah. I like him getting Bud Norris. I believe in Bud Norris less than you do. So I'm fine with, with Bryce Harper there. Wait, um, what? What? Bud Norris. Okay, it makes a bit more sense. Yeah. Bryce Harper has not yet struck out. He'll he'll be fine. Um what about any of those Marlins right handed outfielders against Steven Matz? That's Giancarlo Stanton or Marcelo Ozuna. Do you like those? Here's my problem with Steven Matz. He doesn't really have a platoon split. We just haven't seen a lot of them yet to really believe that. I mean okay, it's possible. Mean, last year he did not he had like a six forty OPS versus lefties and six fifty OPS versus righties. So He's good. Uh, I still like a righty. And then you got to like take into account, you know, splits for the hitters. I agree. I don't think it's like a big weakness. I don't think it's, oh, take advantage of him. But I also think that they would do fine. Until I see a track record of an actual platoon split, I'm not going near it. All right. That's that's fine. I I respect that. I I think Stanton would do fine. But if you want to spend a lot on an outfielder. It's Bryce uh, Harper. Don't be stupid. It's Bryce Harper. Sure. Don't be a hero. Um, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. How about a uh, Colby Rasmus getting Chris Young? It's a guy that likes to show his power and put it in the air against a fly ball pitcher. If I'm picking a Houston outfielder, I'm going with Preston Tucker. Oh, uh, you do love Preston Tucker. Do. Uh, I like Colby Rasmus for a little more proven power, but I like Preston Tucker. That dude can hit. Uh, I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, how about a few more left-handed guys against your boy Nick Tropiano? Billy Burns, who's not going to show the power, but uh, Josh Reddick, who has shown his power so far, you like either of them getting Tropiano? You're not that sold. I'm not. I'm. Re- I'm really, yeah. especially in that Oakland offense, which is bad. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Uh, who else do you have in the evening then? Uh, we ran down everybody I ever had written down. Okay, I had a few more. I had a few Mariners guys. You could have Nori Aoki, Leonis Martin against Colby Lewis. Those are lefties. Uh, or if you want Nelson Cruz, I'm not worried about a righty hitting Colby Lewis. I think Nelson Cruz can put up points against Colby Lewis. It's not the platoon advantage, and I think that's just fine. Um, and then this new guy for Texas, we got to bring him up today. Uh, Nomar Mazzara came up because Shinsu Chu's out for a little while. And Nomar Mazzara just playing has power. He, the dude can make a difference. Um, he's going to play right field for them. He's going to play every day. Uh, and he's a righty. He gets uh, Hisashi Iwakuma. And again, I kind of like Hisashi Iwakuma. 
but I think that Namar Mazzara, if you're not picking him on that day, you need to, you know, start keeping an eye on him if he's available in your fantasy league. Sorry, I said he's right-handed. He's left-handed, so we'll have the platoon advantage. Point is, he has power. Um, he's really young. He could certainly struggle and fall on his face, but if he's available in your fantasy league, you got to take the flyer on him in case he just, you know, he already hit a homer in his, you know, first uh, first day, and I think he could come up hitting pretty quick. So uh, if you want to take him and try and catch lightning in a bottle against Iwakuma, go nuts. But I want to just mention that for you guys in your standard leagues. Check your waiver wire right now if he's sitting there. Take a flyer, and if he doesn't do anything, you can throw him back in a week or two. But uh, you got to check him out. So, um, Matt, how about pitching? I only had two names on Monday afternoon. Uh, what would you consider as a DFS option to actually go behind for pitching? Honestly, I I would it, love to take David Price, but the problem is I think everybody's going to be taking David Price. Yes, he'll be expensive, and it's the quote-unquote obvious. And not everybody's roster, so I'm, I'm probably going to look elsewhere. I would. Mm-hmm. You could talk me into Aaron Nola combined with either Verlander or Gibson, and I would be okay yeah. with it. You get... Uh, Aaron Nola going up against the Padres who are either going to score zero runs or a million runs, which might have to do with whether they're facing the Dodgers or the Rockies just a little bit. But uh, yeah, Aaron Nola is fine and the Padres don't really scare me. I'm not with you on Gibson. I get it. That's fine. Uh, I think he's boomer bust, but uh, you can. Um, I also, if you want uh, Waka against the Brewers, I think he'd be okay. Uh, he's right-handed, and most of that lineup's right-handed, and so that could help him out because he does well there. <sighs> There's not a lot in the afternoon. Um, you can go Verlander against the Pirates, maybe, but I don't love the Pirates matchup really either. So, I, If I really want to play dangerously, I would go with Taylor Youngman versus St. Louis. That is dangerous, yeah. It's because I think that St. Louis offense is broken. It, it's not great right now. Uh, yeah, it, it has question marks. And I... I think there's some strikeouts to be had there for Youngman. I really do. He had 107 and 119 innings last year. That's yeah, there there is. He's, he's not a. He, in, in his previous start, he, he wasn't bad. He just really it, it appeared to be going a bit more for the ground ball as opposed to going for the strikeout. Yeah, it was odd. Yeah, I'm. He's still developing. I don't know. There's potential there. Uh, I don't think he'd be crazy for trying to take him. Mm-hmm. But again, the afternoon does not bring a lot of confidence in pitchers other than David Price, and again, you're not going to be the only one. What about in the evening? Are there more that you like? Well, obvious slate is obvious. It's, it's Scherzer and it's Lester. Right, which I think Scherzer's the big one, but again, you run that thing where he's kind of the most obvious one. Exactly. And so, I'm, I'm looking, you know, not more non-obvious. I would, I have no problem with Steven Matz. I love Steven Matz. I mean, I, I have a lot of shares of him this year. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, and the Marlins have question marks. They have a few big bruisers like Giancarlo, but I think that if he can handle them, he could be okay with a lot of the rest of the lineup. So, and if I'm looking to pair it with somebody honest, I would consider Bud Norris. Okay. You can. I'm not, but I'm okay with that. Okay, or I would consider Nick Tropiano. Nick Tropiano will be okay. Again, I like him against righties. He needs to avoid the few lefties that he gets. That might be like Jed Lowry and Josh Reddick and Billy Burns, but and Stephen Boat. But he'll be okay. Um, I got Sonny Gray getting the Angels. The Angels can't hit, you know. I'm fine with that. That's the other one that's relatively going to be high priced, but I don't. I'm not shying away from that. And I agree that Lester will beat up the Reds. So they're. You can mix and match some of your quote-unquote aces for the day. They'd be fine. Um, if you're feeling real lucky, you could take Chris Young, get in the Astros. Um, Good luck with that. He oh, so has blow-up potential, and the upside just isn't that high. Like, if you're lucky, 
if you're real lucky, like the best start you're going to get out of Chris Young is six innings scoreless is the best. And then what? Five strikeouts, four strikeouts. Like that's, that would be an awesome outing from him. That's the, the high end of the spectrum for you. Um, more likely to uh, go five innings, two runs, three runs, you know, but um, that'd be okay. I'd be fine. Uh, I do like Matt's. And then I still have Hisashi Iwakuma and against the Rangers who have some hitters, but I think he's capable. So uh, any other pitchers that we didn't mention, you think we need to get to? No, <laughs> no, that's, that's about it. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about our contest and then we can get a move on this weekend. We had Chase Anderson. He did awesome. Over uh, uh, his, he was good. He, his his pitch count got the better of him. Yeah, uh, he went five innings, but they're scoreless and got five strikeouts. I think we'll take that. Yeah, we will. Um, he got a win. I had Nate Carnes against Oakland. He started slow, got it together, and then gave up a two-run homer, and that was frustrating. You had Doug Fister, who was not dominant, but uh, got the job done. He got his win. It, um, I I had Martin starting off and um. Yeah, yeah, actually, you know, they're live for that one, so. Yeah, he got it done. Got a win. Um, had Martin Perez on Sunday, who went six and a third. He was pretty good until the seventh, and he gave up some runs. Uh, but he also <laughs> didn't get a strikeout, which kind of hurts in a weird way. How, how is it? Uh, 2016, how is that possible? It's not easy. No strikeouts. That, that hurts me. Um, and then you had Chris Bassett, who... Walked more than he struck out. Yes. But he also threw seven scoreless, which is a good streamer there in Seattle. So nice work. Um, we got to look at Monday, though. Again, this is our streaming contest where Matt and I, for every day of the season, we pick a pitcher less than 50% owned in Yahoo Leagues. You know, when it comes yeah. to Chris Bassett, I, I prefer Effectively Wild. Yeah, that is that <laughs> is pretty well what he did. Yeah. What was it? Five walks, four walks, it a bunch. Five, five walks, four strikeouts. <laughs> seven scoreless innings against the against the Mariners. So all right. So we're looking at Monday. Early in the contest is always weird. Um Taylor Youngman's available, showed interest in him. Mm. Um I think Tropiano's probably where you're gonna go. I'm trying to come up with something other than Tropiano. You can take John Neese. I'm interested in John Neese. I'm not interested in John Neese in Detroit. This is not the matchup for him. This is not where you want him at all. Um, you can take Kashner is actually 44% owned, but he's getting the Phillies, which you might think is a good matchup, but Kashner's had his, you know, platoon issues. Um, Aaron Nola is just over uh, available. It's not going to fit. Uh, Matt, are you thinking Tropiano pretty well? Actually, I, I was probably going to go with Kyle Gibson. <laughs> okay. That's, that's not bad either. Your, your boy Bud Norris at 2%. Kyle Gibson at 30% comes in there. Totally uh, eligible. I, you're not crazy. It's not where I'm going, but you're I, not crazy. I kind of can't believe Bud Norris is at 2%. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, Kyle Gibson, it's, that's faith in him. Again, he's either really good or really bad, and he's getting the White Sox. I would not be you know, blown away if he had a good outing there. I'm going to take Nick Tropiano. I'm just hoping, again, I think he can handle the righties and not the lefties. So I'm hoping that the A's can't get to him. Um, you want Kyle Gibson? Yes, please. Okay. We're taking Gibson and Tropiano. It's good that we're not agreeing. There we go. Uh, Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here for Monday? No, I do not. I think I think we, we covered just about everything. Did you oh, have anything well. else? Uh, I, I will say that it's it's. I, I got to experience a, a Hawk Harrelson free broadcast on on Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah. They, he, he's not doing home games anymore. All right. How was that? So he, how's in the fill in? In 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 that spirit, he did the home opener. 
Oh, okay. And it was intolerable. And then he did the he he did the uh, sorry he skipped the second game of the series and let the other guy take over. Yeah. And and it was like a normal broadcast. Like I, I it, nobody was doing anything weird. You're just like, is this what it's like for everybody all the time? This is what it's like for everybody. It's exactly the feeling I had. It was amazing. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, uh, you get that half the year now. So there you go. Oh, I, 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 so we, we, we you know, I, I got a World Series in my lifetime, and now I, I get to know what a Hawk-free broadcast is like. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, I still love the Hawk uh, updates all year long. Oh. Look forward to those. <laughs> It's a staple of this podcast. Apparently, during he was already doing the uh, Latin players aren't funny thing. Oh boy! Oh boy! Do you think he's getting old enough and close enough to the end of doing broadcasts that he's going to care even less? Is a is a hawk near the end of his career a dangerous hawk? I don't see. I don't see how it's possible for him to care any less than he did last year. That's true. That is true. Ah, All right. Well, uh, (laughs) that's true. Um, that'll do it for us. I'm on Twitter at Higgins FOS. Again, like hearing from you guys. Matt is on Twitter, Matt D underscore DFS. And uh yeah, holler at us. We'd like to hear what you think and, and you can help us uh mold the show a little bit. Um so yeah, Matt and I'll be back tomorrow. We're here every day, Monday through Friday. Check out our sponsors, seatgeek.com. Twenty bucks off ticket if you use the code streams. They're helping us out. Get to help you out. It's good from them. Um, yeah, that should do it for us. For Matt, I'm Dylan. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.